Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 60 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever gonna break it down. This week, the guest is the homie Kenny. That's right, BFF, he's on again. And Kenny answers a follow-up question about his vasectomy, and then we chat a little bit about Meek Mill, and we go into the Mute R. Kelly conversation. I didn't really want to talk about that on the podcast, but since uh, Kenny and I kind of had a slightly differing views on it, so I said, you know what, why don't we talk about it? So stay tuned for that conversation. Also want to let you guys know it's only one episode left in the season. Season three ends on Monday, May 28th. No new episodes in June. And we will be back with season four on Monday, July 2nd. Okay? So mark your calendars and be ready for season four. Let's get into Booney's pick of the week this week. And if you have been following me on Instagram, at least, um, you you might be familiar with this pick already. It is the genius Durand Bernard. He is the creator of the gospel hymn, Fuck Nigga Free. <laughs> I love, 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 love that shit okay i have shared it numerous times on my page on um i think i even went to his soundcloud page because you can download it on soundcloud and now he offers all of these different remixes and versions you should follow him um because in his insta snap he will always do some like new version of it and if you have not um heard this shit yet i feel like it will speak to you to your core because he's saying we're going to be fuck nigga free for the rest of our days yes fuck nigga free for the rest of our days and i love that he remixed the gospel song he also samples like maybe six or seven songs in it but let me see if you i'm gonna play this little clip let's see if you can hear it All right, that's all I can play because I don't want to get uh, sued and have to pay no royalties because this nigga not paying royalties on this song <laughs> because he samples like so many of them. But this shit is fucking hilarious. Um, and I, that is my wish. I wish that all the women out there will stay and gay men or whoever you're into just stay fuck nigga free because a bitch can be a fuck nigga too. But, you know, we always put that on the men. So whoever you choose to date... I hope that you stay and for the summer 2018, you avoid all these fuck niggas out here because that is that couples with my new motto. And I promise you, I'm going to be fuck nigga free for the rest of my days. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that shit. I'm so sorry. But uh, let's get to housekeeping. Episode 59. I got a little real with you guys on my solo episode. And I appreciate all. All of the great feedback that you sent. A lot of you said that you loved my transparency and therapy works. And um, I want to shout out really quick Maria because y'all be breaking the shit down too. I, you know, I hadn't even thought about this because Maria listened to episode 59 and then she went back and listened to episode 44 where I told the story of the bird is dead about how the bird drowned in my toilet. And she had made the connection about I completely missed the symbolism of the rope 
how the rope was broken. And I say, y'all better come on through here <laughs> with the breakdowns, y'all fucking selves. I just didn't even think about what the symbolism and the significance of the rope being cut and broken and who did it and why could not find the piece of the rope. So again, if you have not listened to episode 59, it might make more sense if you go back and listen to episode 22, um, which is entitled Let It Go. And then if you go back and listen to episode 44, which is entitled Boonies Back, and then listen to episode 59, it will all make sense. And someone, because you guys are amazing and shared the podcast, um, Someone left a review in Apple Podcasts and it said, well, where do I start? Today was the first time listening and I love what I heard. I'm currently searching for a therapist and I need to stay off the scale too. LOL. I won't lose weight overnight. LOL. Keep up the great work. So thank you to Flaw 700 for leaving a review in Apple Podcasts and rating the podcast with five stars. So you know what? That leads into you guys, right? Go ahead. Head on over. If you, you listen on any Apple device, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you listen on them droids and whatever else kind of fucking phones there are or devices there are, you can leave a review of the podcast on our Facebook page, The Boonie Breakdown. So Facebook.com slash The Boonie Breakdown. You can hit five stars over there. You can be kept in a loop and you can re- do a review of the podcast there as well. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, The Boonie Breakdown. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Boonie Breakdown. Um, because if you follow us there on social media, you know, this is the big news. The Boonie Breakdown Live is fucking sold out, right? Yay, y'all. Yay for buying tickets. Yay for traveling in from different places. Um, but a little birdie told me there might be one more way for you to get a ticket. But you will only know if you follow us on social media so again you can follow us on instagram and facebook the boonie breakdown and twitter boonie breakdown and when you're sharing your feedback or sharing what you're listening to don't forget to use the hashtags the boonie breakdown or the hashtag pod in p-o-d-i-n and make it super easy for people to listen drop a link if you can depending on your social media all right so that's it for me guys let's get ready to break it down See now, see your head. Go ahead and sing. <laughs> see, look, y'all ain't even know Kenny Kasim. Are you recording? I am recording. <laughs> he ain't even know I hit record. Oh man, I hate you. Hey guys, it's Booney. So you already know my guest for today is the homie Kenny. What up? What up? We just want to praise Jesus. Hallelujah. See, y'all think I'm a heathen. I I got Kenny in the spirit to sing. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I sang the original. You sang something. Yes. As you heard, my pick of the week was Duran's Fuck Nigga Free anthem. That shit just... It's so amazing. Every rendition, every version that he makes, and in his Insta story, he did a uh, different version today, and I shared it with Kenneth. Yes. Um, and it just inspired him to sing. You know, Kenny's family, right? <laughs> they all like sing really, really well, and it's like 
on Snapchat, they be having like family sing-alongs on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, birthdays are like full-out renditions of the happy birthday songs. Like, I feel my kids are now like fully involved in it and they're really excited to sing happy birthday um, at any birthday. Okay, so when it was my birthday a few months ago, his black ass kids, <laughs> they're so black. <laughs> they didn't say happy birthday, Auntie A. No. They sang the Stevie version. Well, we get to that. You know, we start with the original <laughs> and then automatically move into. But Stevie's how version. did a two year old immediately know I'm just going to sing the Stevie version? Well, because that's the best part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we do a countdown and then we get into it and then they're ready. They're they're prepared. So their birthday party is tomorrow and I'm sure that they are going to act like they hate the song tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 100% sure that they are going to possibly flip out when people start singing happy birthday to them. That'll be actually funny. Uh, And I can't believe they're turning three already. I know. I know. I just feel like I like I was, I was sitting somewhere the other day, and I was still tripping off of the fact that I have twins. Like it's still, it trips me out every now and then. Honestly, <laughs> it's still really it's like the concept is just still crazy because kids were not in the cards at the point in time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all right, cool, here you go. And God said, "Bam, here's two. <laughs> yeah, and now we're three years later, and and you want more? No. No, there there are no more, as you all know. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, the last time Kenny was on here, we talked about, or I asked him about his uh, journey with his vasectomy. And I actually got a follow-up question. Are you okay. ready? Uh, sure. I didn't They're know nowhere near the questions that they send Brian, so. Good, I am glad. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to receive those questions because 95% of them I probably couldn't even answer. There you go. So this person just really wanted to know they did not believe you when you said it did not hurt. Okay. So they wanted to know, and this is kind of personal, but they wanted to know on a scale of 1 to 10, what was the pain afterwards? And how long were your balls swollen? On a scale scale of 1 to 10, the pain afterwards was probably a 3. Oh, see? And I will say that because I've had kidney stones, um, and that pain was like a 9.5. Yeah, I hear that's an yeah. unbearable. So anything under that is like, all right, this is whatever. Um, but the swelling probably lasted probably for a couple of days, I would say. I got it done on a Friday. By that next Wednesday, I was pretty much almost back to normal. I went to work on Monday, so it wasn't as if the pain was so much that, you know, I couldn't go to work. So okay. I was off on Friday, got the surgery done on at like eight in the morning and Monday morning I was back at work. So, hey, listen, there you go. That seems pretty simple. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> he said get it done. I think that's just such an easier route. I think it is for, you know, if you're. If you don't want to have kids and your partner doesn't want to have kids, it's way easier for the man man to to just take, like we said in that episode, 
it's the least you can fucking do to go get the snip snip. Like, yeah. she pushed the babies out. I had them cut out of her. It is the least you can do. So, if you want to listen, that was episode 51 we did that. So, go back and listen to go it. Go take a listen. It's pretty funny. I couldn't even believe I got him to talk about something that personal. Yeah. We won't go back down that road. No <laughs> <laughs> so, since we can't go down that road no more. I just saw this tweet, and I'm confused overall. It was a tweet that Meek Mill was supposed to go meet with the orange asshole in 1600 Pen. And I am just so baffled and confused at this reception of love that Meek Mill is receiving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know people liked him outside of the Dreams and Nightmare song. I thought it was over because he took so many L's after that's, Drake and, and the Nicki Minaj thing. Like, I feel like people have completely <laughs> forgot about that. Like, <laughs> like that never happened. Like, like, Drake literally almost won a Grammy for that diss song. Yeah. And now it's like, he comes back out and he's like... Like... Beyonce even shouted him out in a song. Yeah. Like, what? So I just didn't understand when do people start liking Meek Mill? And why is he the one getting this reception? Like, the fucking Patriots owner is hanging out with him. Like, I'm just so confused by this. Him, Sixers owners. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really weird, like, how, like, people with money <laughs> are, like, also... And rich white men rich with white money. Men, yeah. Who wouldn't like, ever need to hang out with him? I'm really trying to see what the end game is with this because I feel like there's no like there's no reason unless they're trying to show their players that there's a connection with black culture. <laughs> like that's the only thing I can imagine. But like, where is their? I just where's their profit? I kind of just feel like this is like the ultimate setup for the ultimate Meek Mill L. Like, that he's going to catch. Because he just always catches L's. Yeah. And I don't know how he'll receive this one, but I feel like it's coming. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, like, this situation, like, it was... It was jacked up. Like, he probably... He shouldn't have never been in jail for this one. But, at the same time, um, it's really weird that, like, he has become, like, the poster child. Poster child for prison reform. The, the prison reform system. <laughs> you know, and and Meek is the person that like everyone now loves and supports when like was it a year ago that back to back and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, that, that had yeah. to only be a year ago because yeah. it was last year's Grammys. Yeah. Like everyone is like, all right, buy me. We, you know, but they really got him out the paint. Nicki Minaj left him. You went to jail. You lost to Drake. It was just like, all right, peace. Is he poised now for a Cardi B like come up? Do you think he can ride it that far? See, I don't. I don't think Meek needs to release any music anymore. Well, like I don't think like. Like, where he's at right now, like, obviously, I don't know what his, you know... What, what would he do? He's not going to be D-Ray? D-Ray a prison reform? I mean, he could. Oh, Jesus. I mean, he, he I mean, he could. He could just be... I mean, he could just ride this out as the poster child. Why not? I mean... Jesus. Dreams and Nightmare is a Philly anthem now since the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And he's never... 
made anything better than that. I'm sorry. I mean, has he? I don't listen I mean, to his music. Well, yeah, yeah. You're not. You're probably not the person to ask. I mean, but that's the had, point. Like, yeah. now he's never made anything that went as mainstream as, as mainstream that. as that. Yeah, um, and it gets the party hype. Yeah, but like, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm very interested to see what his next move is going to be. Yeah, I'm curious too. Yeah, but it's just interesting just to see him photograph of old rich white men, and it's like, why are you hanging out with Robert Kraft? Like, yeah. I, I, I just feel like I missed something. Has Rick Ross even said anything about him? I didn't even see Ross say anything. Yeah, I mean Jay's Jay's been more. Well, I mean Ross has been dealing with his own life issues of trying to stay alive so. <laughs> from tummy tuck. <laughs> so he's just trying to stay alive. So I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> now I don't follow Ross as much, so I don't know. Maybe he's on like Snapchat talking about Meek or on it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, it, it's very interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see from Meek. He has to. I mean, if he releases music, the expectations of it are yeah. going to be very high because it's not just black people that he is now like visible to. Like it's yeah, he's definitely expanded out to yeah, the white folks. It's it's like he's a mainstream rap artist now. So but I'm just confused. Like we forgot what Drake said. Yeah. I didn't forget it. Is that a is that a world tour? Your girl tour? tour? Yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but now he don't have to worry about that because he's. Yeah. Would it be funny if Nikki got back with him? Because she's corny as fuck too. Yeah. I'm. I've also never seen somebody for me. I never was a big Nikki fan. I appreciated a few verses here or there, but I always thought she was over the top and extra. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, when is someone on her team going to speak up to her and tell her she's going down that little Kim path with her body? Yeah. The the newest surgeries explain why she took the Instagram break because she was under the knife recuperating because the ass and the hips are bigger, the tits are bigger too. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't get her anymore from like a musical standpoint. And, like, for rap artists, it's very hard. Like, you have to know when you've, you've hit your, 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 your point. Like, cause rap artists have a, most rap artists have a short shelf life. Yeah, I, I just felt like she got to go so long because she was the only woman. Only female. Um, but it's just like, she's so fucking corny to me now. Like, go sit the fuck down. Yeah. Like, she was already corny, but it was like, <laughs> And then she cleaned up from the goofy outfits. And I was like, oh, maybe she no. she will. And now she's just so goddamn corny. Yeah. And if every... I don't understand why every song she puts out with, it's one word that she rhymes 20 times. The other song, it was China. This song is Hong Kong. Like, I just... King Kong, Hong Kong. Whatever yeah. the fuck she's saying. I don't know. But I'm just... She's like I'm over her whole spirit. I don't need. I don't need her music anymore. It's that's been a while, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, and I don't know, obviously, what her next move is too. But she makes pop. Yeah, but they said that like she wanted to be like a pop artist before she became a rapper. And you can tell yeah. because some of them songs that she be doing with Katy Perry and shit. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I don't. You know what song I hate of hers? It's on that list. Like, please never play it around me. Um, Starship Swimming. Oh, yeah, oh my god, that I hate that song. But I think that was like her biggest crossover, or one of her first crossover hits. Yeah, I only like the what was Moment in Life. I liked that song. Yeah, I like that. What was the other one she had with um, 
I don't know. Oh, well. It's not too many songs of hers that yeah, I like. She can... She's never someone on Spotify. I'm like, ooh, let me type in Nicki Minaj. Never, not once. Yeah. No, I, I've never done that. I've never searched for her on Spotify. I mean, sometimes I get her songs when I like play a Cash Money playlist or something like that, but that's it. That's it. So, I mean, you know, hopefully. I hope that a lot of these artists have just, like, done well with their money. Well, I feel like she should have because she was the only one for so long and then she did the MAG deal. Yeah, she did a lot of other stuff. She's so I, I stuff. hope I, that, yeah. I would hope that, I hope that she, she at least. She's sitting And well. she's going to have to to maintain this surgery. I mean, I just. Yeah. While other people are shrinking their asses, she decided to go bigger. And it looked really odd in that video. What is it? The Chun Lee? Yeah, yeah, which I fucking hate that shit too. Yeah. But it looks. It, it was like, ooh, it, it didn't look right with the thighs, kind of like Cardi said. Yeah, it's like the, and yeah. Yeah, it looked weird. Because you start to look like the Barbie doll. Yeah, like of, that yeah, right that, down there. Yeah. That hip area. Yeah, it's weird. She got to stop. She won't. Did you see K. Michelle? I have not. She have took not. hers out. Like, completely? Yeah, I think she's, like, in the process of um, downgrading her booty and hips. So, how does that work? Because, like, do they just, I don't know. Well, I think it depends. Like, are they, like, sucking or sucking it out? Or is well, I think it, it depends on two depends different on ways. Because some people get implants, and then some people get... The fat transfer. The transfer. Some okay. people get the injections. Oh. Some people get silicone. It's so many options okay. for these inflated asses everybody is okay. getting but i also notice it on the regular people who are walking around town where girl i know don't don't credit squats for that shit because we saw you three weeks ago tax return money you got you came back with a tan your ass went to the dr <laughs> and got pumped up okay but it's like as you can see on some of these people now the ones who got it done a while ago that it's like it's dropping and spreading mm. So like, I, uh, yeah, it's weird. Was well, no, China's China's just look like China's was, is disgust. Black China, yeah, that is disgusting. Yeah, that was rough. Her aunt is the cafeteria lady at my job. Okay, and she just looks. She looks just like Tokyo Tony. Like you could tell they're sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Random tidbit. I guess she didn't put her on. Um, but. Yeah, hers is just gross. I feel like that's where Nikki has moved to. I thought Nikki for a minute had a very nice manufactured body. Mm-hmm. Like it looks nice, it looks proportional, it looked good in clothes. Not now. And I feel like now she's crossed that line where she's gonna look dumb. Damn, I hope not. I mean, I guess it's going down that path now, but I hope it. Yeah, because hope everything stops. on her was plastic. Yeah, I hope it stops. But yeah, it's just like how I don't know. I don't know what these people are doing, but K. Michelle, I believe she, because she had talked about it on a talk show, about how she's um, getting them removed. And that one girl, you probably don't follow her. It's a one trainer on Instagram. She apparently Insta-snapped her implant removal surgery. Okay. To show how they took them out and then like... How much pain she was in afterwards, what it looked like. Like, she documented all of this for people to be like, just don't do it. And people were following her because she's a trainer mm. and was showing, I did squats to get oh, this yeah, ass. Yeah. And then she came clean and then got them taken out. So, what do they like reshape it after they I take have them no out? I have no idea. Like, what do you do as a whole? Like, yeah. 
I would watch it if it wouldn't make me vomit. I can't watch stuff like that. It makes okay. me queasy. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it at all. But yeah, like because depending on what you got now, it's a hole. So what do they pack it with? Yeah, that's why I was on it because like it should be. Or do they just put pull your skin? Like yeah, what happens? Or is it like a drain? Like if you got liquid in there or something, mm-hmm. they like drain it out and they yeah. can. Yeah, like what do you do? Yeah, somebody that has gotten ass implants, <laughs> y'all y'all send Booney a message either on Instagram or in the comment section. Let us know. Yeah, I am curious. I asked somebody who had surgery to come on the podcast. I said we could keep it anonymous. I could change her voice. Um, Dang, you got tech. I can do some things now. <laughs> but she said she, at first she was down and then she wasn't. And I think because she was afraid people were going to judge her. Mm. But I'm like, ain't nobody, nobody would know but me. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, I do know a, a few people. Who have traveled to the third world countries to get it for the love. Now, now I'm not saying I'm above a nip tuck. I wouldn't, well, I don't need to get ass implants. But if I did something like that, (laughs) I would get just like lipo or tummy tuck. So I'm not above it, but I'm not going to Colombia or the Dominican Republic. Yeah, like you would just have to get to that point in life where you could afford it. Yeah, like if I can't go to Hopkins, <laughs> like I can't do it. The <laughs> if I can't be somewhere in New York, then yeah, it's not meant for me to do all that. Like if you have a concern, who are you going to go back and see? <laughs> I need to know what. <laughs> but I even think about my like appendix surgery, like how much pain I was in from that. So to do lipo or something down there, I would imagine it would feel the same. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be in the DR. Nope, not ever. So not God, for that. Yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of barely want go go to go just to yeah. just visit. So because I've heard really bad things about Punta Cana. Yeah, a lot of people aren't really fans anymore. I think it was like a hot spot at first, and then I think because it, it, they needed the tourism, so they created it. Yeah, it was cheap. A lot of people went, and now I think it's just like, ooh. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I've never. I've never been. I've either. never been. And again, I was toying with it because I'm looking for birthday trips, and it's cheap. For all inclusives, but people who I threw it out there, people are like, ah, yeah, if you go there, no, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think it had us running now. It's like it's 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 not where it's hitting at because I feel like the cheapest all inclusives are either there or Cancun. Yeah, Cancun's are, but they Cancun's a little different because they like they change up their resorts a lot, so it's never like the same thing. And you can go like outside of Cancun too, and still get all inclusive too. At like, what is it like? Port, I forget the other area. Port or something. Yeah. And Tullum is not far. Yeah, not far. Yeah, this is true. I don't know, but when you start, because I'm looking for my birthday trip, and I'm trying to go to Turks and Caicos because we've got that. I saw a cheap airfare. Mm-hmm. So you know, I go with airfares cheap. Yeah, yeah. But the all inclusives there are really expensive. Like. Really expensive. Let's go for like your thirty fifth. What is it? What did we turn this year? You turn. I turned the same age as you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get you. you <laughs> no, we're thirty four. Thirty five is next year. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, and I also don't like planning trips for large groups of people. So I'm getting stressed out about this and very anxious. To the point that continuing to research, I'm just about to be like, fuck it. I'm not doing anything on my birthday again. Listen, have the package ready. Put it out there. Say, hey, if you want to go, 
This is the details. That might have to be for next year. But then everybody turned 35 next year. Yeah, so everybody. And I got a few 40s. Mm. Well, I ain't going nowhere. So Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are going somewhere. You go away every year with your wife. Yeah, I go. we're going away this year. Next year is going to be tough. And then the following year. Why is next year going to be tough? You have another baby? Hell no. <laughs> I keep saying it so he can have another kid. <laughs> Um, Maybe he'll reverse his vasectomy. No, that's like ten. That's like ten thousand. It is. Yeah, I think I read online. It was like they, that's why they tell you when they go in there. They say, "Make like, are you sure? Have you talked through everything?" Why is it ten thousand dollars? It's like between. I think it says between six and ten. Is it not covered by insurance to reverse it? Nope. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No insurance covers that. Oh, well, then I guess you really aren't having no more kids. Because I know you ain't doing that. Yeah, so it would have to be an adoption. So, no. (sighs) All right, so let's get into something else. A few of y'all had asked my thoughts on this. And I really wasn't going to talk about it at first because it's my podcast. I do what the fuck I want. But a few of you asked about it. Kenny and I had... uh, talked about it and we actually had different opinions on this so i said you know what i'll talk about it oh well so y'all can get ready to go ahead and beat him up listen just throw that out there people listen i can tell you (laughs) that there are going to be a lot of people that agree with me than you would be you would imagine it probably would be, and they probably just are afraid to speak up. They're so, afraid to speak up on it. We're going to talk about this mute R. Kelly situation. We ain't mute nobody. Listen, listen, listen. We're not giving this man money okay, on all right, the booty right, right Okay, all right. So, that is the song that Kenny says will never make him mute R. Kelly. <laughs> is the Ignition remix. Listen, usually I don't do this, but... uh. Hey, R. Kelly is a creep. I would say he's more than a creep. Terrible individual. Terrible human being. Um, Now, for me, I am am very good. My personality is I am able to segment and separate a lot of things. So, um, with this, I am all about the music. Um, (laughs) So... Um, there are two separate things. Do I think R. Kelly should be in jail? Absolutely. Do I think that there should be new charges filed against him if there are things that he's doing in Atlanta that he should not be doing? Absolutely. Um, do I think he's a terrible human being? Absolutely. (laughs) Do I think he's a musical genius? Absolutely. Mm. Will I stop listening to his music? Absolutely not. And I did consider it um, at a point in time. But then I said, you know what? I'm not going to lie to myself and tell (laughs) myself that I'm going to stop when I know. You're not. I'm not going to. Um, See, I'm different. So my thing is, like, at some point, like, I'll 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 backtrack and say like first time we heard about R. Kelly being a fucking predator was with Aaliyah. Yes. 
He married a 14-year-old girl and was ballsy enough to put out a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number with her. Where he wrote. That was the name of the album, too, right? It's a great song. And a great um, some ballsy shit. In the song Vibe, he said, Little Aaliyah's got that vibe. You're talking about a 13-year-old, 14-year-old at that time. It's disgusting. Very This is years ago. He got away with it. Then I'm going to say fast forward to when I was in college. It's like, oh, two, oh, three. Yeah, right. right the sex tape that. dropped. Mm-hmm. With the little girl, he peeing on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember watching this in college. Being like, oh, my God. R. Kelly peed on this girl. Yeah. He went to trial for it. Somehow beat the charges. Well, not not somehow. The, uh, the accuser... They didn't cooperate, which yes. is probably some scare tactic stuff going on. I'm glad you're willing to admit I'm, that. Listen, I am <laughs> completely willing to admit that this guy is a terrible human being. So, I even went to a concert on a date to see him. He put on a great show. Mm-hmm. He has a, an amazing catalog. This is true. Then one day it just clicked to me like, oh my God, he's so kind of trash. And I'm like, I I didn't actively support anymore. Like, There you go. Okay. So that's where I moved to with him. Like, I didn't actively support. And then in the last year, all these articles and news stories about him holding women hostage in his house and... And I think coupled with the fact that this motherfucker is going around posting shit on Instagram like... Rumors caused nigga, <laughs> nigga. Then Spotify came out and did that bullshit announcement of them. We're doing something, but they ain't really fucking do anything because they ain't pull his catalog. They just like we're not gonna promote it, which is fucking lies because I've never had an R. Kelly song come up on my daily mix, and one came up yesterday. So I was like, I thought y'all weren't actively promoting they're act- him. They're active playlists, so. The, so my daily the mix, daily playlist is an algorithm. The active playlist that they have, where they're like they '90s babies make. They have curators. He can't be on those. He will not be on those. So yeah, Spotify did nothing, but made a whole big <laughs> deal about saying something. I don't know, like because then that's a whole slippery slope. Because then it's like, oh, he violated our behavior. Okay, well, what about James Brown? And what about all these other motherfuckers yeah. who are trash ass people who were beating women and raping women, like? So it's like, where do you, like, as a brand, if that's the stance you're going to take, then are you going to move Nas? Because he has allegations. Are you going to move Fabulous? Because yeah. he has al- So it's like, where do you draw that line of behavior? We won't actively promote your music. Which is why I didn't, I understood what Spotify was doing, but I don't agree It was agree some weak ass CYA. I don't, I don't agree with it. It's like, all right, cool. If you're going to take a stand, you're going to go. Take the stand, stand and take the catalog. Make now. a stand, but they are. It's it was nice PR. Yeah, because it's, it's legal ramifications, you know. Because they because then have, he's like, well, why are you taking? You can't. Yeah, yeah. you can't do that. So, so it was like they should have just not said nothing at that point. Like I, yeah. it was a way for them to say, we hear y'all, but this is as far as we can go. Cool, but I do think this man has gone decades now without answering for any of this. And so, I have now gotten to the point that when Ignition Remix came up, 
on my playlist, I hit next. You hit next. See? I skip. Now, where where we're at is that we don't, we agree that we won't go out of our way to actively support. I'm not going to no concerts. I'm not going to I, concerts. It's, it's amazing to me that his concerts still have people there. I'm not, I'm not going to buy any future albums of his. I will say that. I'm not going to go out of my way to go into my Spotify and open them up. The difference with me is I have all of his albums purchased. So in the event that like the way my mind works, I'm like, oh, dang, that was a banging song. It pops in my head. I want to hear it. Cool. I'm going to go listen to it. But it's like in my psyche now, like I don't even say that with him anymore. It's the same thing like well, with me, too. Like, OK, you can take this to the Cosby thing. Because this whole, when people are pieces of shit, but the art is still good. Right? Where's the art? Where's the line? My thing was, I never was a big Cosby show watcher. Mm. So in reruns, I don't watch the Cosby show in reruns. I can't tell you the last time I've watched the episode of the Cosby show. See, I watch it every single time it comes on. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So for me to not watch the Cosby show, that wasn't no big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, it, different world, because he was still involved, that would be a harder thing for me to give up. Yeah. But the Cosby Show, I'm like, unless it's a clip they share on Facebook, that's probably the last time I watched something of yeah. the Cosby Show. But I don't, I have not watched the Cosby Show on television in, I could say, easily over a decade. Oh, uh, see, I got all the DVDs on season. Yeah. I made sure that I purchased the ones that I didn't have after a lot of the main allegations came <laughs> out. So I will say that. I was like, ah, they're probably going to take it off TV. Let me make sure I stock up. But yeah, it's like this line where people that you respect, when you find out they become trash. Mm-hmm. Now, I say the other person, for me, that could be controversial for some people, is Michael Jackson. Now, I also was young, so I wasn't out there buying his albums and shit. Yeah. People were buying them for me. So, <laughs> that wasn't a big deal for me. Yeah. But, that's somebody I'm never not going to stop. But it's like, MJ, <laughs> MJ, that's fucking MJ. MJ paid off little boys' families. And... We still will continually like that's the person for me. You know what I mean? But that's the only person I can think of in for me that I still struggle with because it's nothing for me to have an MJ day, and I will argue you up and down about him being the greatest. Yeah, like I went and like the other day, I don't know what what caused it. I was like, man, I want to listen to um. Well, it might have been the buffet. The, it was a fairly recent album of R. Kelly, and I was like, "Should I? Why wouldn't I?" It was a good album. I'll go listen to it. Cool, that works. Like, and I do think does MJ also get a pass though because he's dead now? Oh yeah, he died at the perfect time. Yeah, because like I feel like <laughs> MJ if he was still alive out of the pain at for... some point, I probably would still be conflict. I would be conflicted on MJ. MJ had about four things that would have gotten him up out of the pain with black people by now. But the thing was, MJ was always still down with black people, he, even though he, he had his own issues with his image and his face and his skin and stuff. He still was like, "Don't give a fuck about us." Like he was still down for the cause. But we know people that have that are down for the cause that bleach their skin. And <laughs> they are about to paint. Listen, he, they ain't give us thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, M- MJ bleached his skin, 
possibly have relations with little boys. And we would have had him way, 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 way. In, in this call- I was going to say something so bad, and they probably would have got me, but I was like, it was a white little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, MJ, MJ would have been back to trial by now. They would have brought these But he people. couldn't have got, he got, he was um, off. So it wasn't like Cosby, the case was dropped, and they only did a oh, civil. Oh, no, no, no. He, there, there are people that he paid that never even touch trial. I don't know about this. He's <laughs> like, I won't. MJ I won't was trying finish. to buy NBC. <laughs> <laughs> MJ was going to buy MTV. He was going to buy Viacom. And um, he, they set him up. <laughs> they were trying to I do think down. it was deeper issues there because you sent me the clip of the Whitney Houston um, trailer for her documentary that's coming out. Yeah. Which I'm going to fucking see that yeah. shit. Because yeah. my three pinnacles growing up were Eddie Murphy, Whitney, and MJ. So, and all I got left is Eddie Murphy. Ain't that a shame? But Whitney, it was in the article that Vanity Fair did. And Vanity Fair put out that they discovered that some of Whitney, in doing the film, that some of Whitney's demons came from her being molested by Dionne Warwick's sister. Yeah. Crazy. And so her and the brother who introduced her to drugs were both molested by Dionne Warwick's, allegedly, I guess, were molested by... Um, Dionne Warwick's sister, and that's why they turned to drugs, and that's why, you know, Whitney never let Bobby Christina stay while she went on tour. She was always up under her. So now it just explained a lot of the behavior and the drug use. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, they made, in that same Vanity Fair article, they made the comparison with her issues to those with MJ and Prince. Mm. And it was like Prince had childhood trauma. MJ had childhood trauma, even mm. though he was a child star. And how those manifested into their stardom and caused their issues. So Makes sense. It was an interesting correlation. I'll link the article in the show notes if you haven't read it. But when you when they were talking about it, you know, he was a childhood star. He felt robbed of his childhood. And in his sick, twisted mind... He wasn't doing things wrong because he was reliving his childhood because mm-hmm. he had the means to do so. Some fucked up shit. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see where R. Kelly has any of that. Well, no, I no. I don't know. Maybe I don't know his story as much. That interview with Torre, not to make excuses, but no, it was creepy. That interview, that interview was, was creepy. But he was talking about how he would drink the coffee after his mom. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay. And his mom would leave the li- her lipstick ring on a- the cup, and he would pick up the cup and put his lips in the same spot as his mom's lipstick mark and drink it. And he just talked about how much he loved his mom. It was just something weird there. Yeah. You're watching that like that don't seem normal. Yeah. But it's it's all the stuff with these like you these people are geniuses and they're amazing. They're icons, not including R. Kelly in that. But it's like, <laughs> Come on. You, it's, I'm not, not saying R. Kelly is an icon. What I is will it? never put R. Kelly. It ain't too many people I'm putting on the same platform with MJ and Prince. I mean, I get it. I get it. So he'll go over here <laughs> in his predator corner. <laughs> but it's like all of them have some level of demon that they dealt with. 
in their creativity and their stardom. Which led me to another conversation I was having with someone about Beyonce. Because she's on the same level of stardom in a space where it's way more media, way more attention, way more things for people to look at her in. What the fuck is her crazy? What's her thing? Because all of these megastars have one. Have something. And it's like, she's still human. Like, as much as they call her something. And so it was a conversation I went into with somebody. But then I was like, look at her ass at them games, courtside. Bitch be high as fuck. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's using something. She's probably high a lot. But, <laughs> I mean, they, they what, did, what did the mom said that they started putting them both in therapy at, like, yeah, when they were Tina. kids? Um, That's probably the best thing she did for yeah. them. Cause I'm like, yeah, you. It would have been. It. I would imagine she has to be like really grounded. I feel like once you like get out of, like once you view yourself as being like a celebrity, like a megastar, like when that is, that's your being. That is what you identify as. Then you kind of like lose yourself and go a particular way. And I will never know this because. I'd probably consistently be poor. (laughs) Way to dream big. (laughs) But I don't know. Maybe she's just been, maybe she's been grounded well. Maybe. Maybe. Because I'm just always, it's like all the people who reach that status, Amy Winehouse, like you can just name all these lists of people who had struggled with some type of. And I think, I think. Her struggle is being married to that fuck ass Jay-Z. I still don't, yo. We're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Praise be to Hove. Praise be to Hove. Um, But no, I feel like this this age of celebrity is, do I want to say more prepared to be be celebrities because they've seen so much from the previous generations and they're actually listening a little bit more. I I say this for like like you can see the difference between like basketball players now. Like the basketball celebrity players that come into the league now are like way more mature than like the players in the 70s and 80s that were like doing cocaine while they were playing basketball. Like it's like you just can't do that. So I feel like there is a level of I don't even know if maturity is the word, but the celebrities well, grooming? yeah grooming they they're prepared they're getting prepared for their for celebrity. The life. yeah yeah i'm just i'm it's just a fascinating thing because obviously something with fame does something to you yeah when you have a certain level of notoriety and creativity and genius per se it's hard that those they go crazy yeah and it's like is that an excuse for their behavior never yeah, and I think for some people it is because there are still fucking people posting on Facebook that Bill Cosby was fucking buying NBC, but this nigga was out here raping women for decades, decades. drugging and raping women. Yeah, but but some people are still no. The the man was bringing him down because he was buying. Yeah. Bill Cosby didn't have enough coins to do that, and I've never even heard that he was trying to until these allegations came up. He was in a group in the eighties. 
Jesus. And this, he was in a group that was... So it was, was a 30 year conspiracy yeah. that finally caught up with him. Got that it. was in the 80s that was looking <laughs> at purchasing. But it had nothing to do with now since they Again, were... Again, yeah. I was a child. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that was when NBC probably cost a couple dollars. Yeah. He you could have I mean? gotten it on the low low. Yeah. Child, I, I'm just tired of seeing the stupidity in people defending people who are clearly wrong. Yeah. And there's a... Like, so this is where I'm at. I'm never... I don't defend people that are wrong. And this is where I had a, I had a conversation with... Um, a friend of mine about like that listening when we go back to R. Kelly, like listening to his music is empowering him to do the things that he does. And f- well, you know what? I could kind of ride with that a little bit. I, see, I, and that's the thing. Like, I because don't it's know. Still giving him a level of support that he can turn to and say, "Well, people still come to my shows and people still do this." So. I guess by giving him some level of support, it does mobilize him to say, I'm okay because people still love me. I can't be a bad person because people still love me. And what what is our level of like what is our level of responsibility as consumers compared to the level of responsibility responsibility of his circle, law enforcement? Like, like, I do. I do feel like a lot of people have failed in that chain. Yeah, because like, all right. So if, but it could be when the consumers turned and they like, fuck. Now we got to file these charges. <laughs> now we got to do that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, would that, would that change? Like, I mean, R. Kelly isn't doing like arenas no more, but he's doing places. Theater. He's still, yeah, selling out at yeah. least fifteen hundred tickets a night. Yeah. So like, what? Like, for people that listen to his music, what changes? Like, if there was going to be accountability for him, there should be account. Like, no, I get what you're you know I I mean? you saying. There should be accountability no matter if. But that's, for I, hard, but that's the same argument that people say when this is going into a whole something deep that I'm not even qualified to talk about. But. On still processing, they were having a conversation about how when famous black people, or black men in particular, are found guilty or accused of something wrong, mm-hmm. the immediate response from some black people is, well, they trying to take down Bill Cosby, but Woody Allen been out here yeah. raping niggas. Yeah. And it's like, well, yes, they're both wrong. They can both be wrong. Everybody's wrong, yeah. Yes, everybody is wrong. So it shouldn't be Bill Cosby should even get away with it too because this Woody Allen has. Yeah. It should be why is it that like the people who still fight for social justice because yeah. black men or black and brown people get convicted of crimes far faster than white counterparts. Like that's true across the board. But I still feel like as it should be like, my, hey, we got Bill Cosby. All right, now, now let's, let's focus. go get this let's go person. Get, yeah. yeah, let's focus on. But that. that's not how it goes yeah. because we live in America. Yeah, and so yeah, it's mad complex. I mean, I'm not going to judge people who choose to, but if I saw your ass at the R. Kelly concert and you post that shit on Facebook, oh, you out out the paint. <laughs> I get it. Now I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> you will not see me. And if somebody gave me free tickets, I wouldn't post it. I was there. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm his, not, ass, his ass will go for free tickets. Don't even let him. I might, I might go for some free tickets, but um, 
I don't knock people that say I'm not listening to R. Kelly no more. I wouldn't do that. Like that is your your prerogative. Like if you if you wanna if you wanna to listen to or to not listen to him, I, I get it. But for me, me personally, and a lot of other people out here, because R. Kelly still has like almost eight million listens a month on so Spotify. I, so my um, my question. Let's say a new allegation comes up mm-hmm. and it goes to trial and this one he's found guilty on. I think you guys asked the same question I was thinking about. Would you give up then? Would you stop listening then? Or would you still like, you know what, I can still just separate his body I, of work from... I can still separate because I think he's completely guilty right now. Okay. Like him going to trial. Now, do you think people... If that happened, the larger community that still support him, would they still be the conspiracy theorists or would they finally be like, damn? I think they finally would be like, damn. And I think there's a there's a older generation that is like a generation past us that are kind of still pumping him. Yeah, I'm shocked by how many people I still see. And it was in the news that the Tarana Burke, the founder of Me Too, mm-hmm. she was at a party and she went up to the DJ and like demanded him to stop playing. They were playing an R. Kelly song. Yeah. Because, you know, the whole mute R. Kelly campaign. And she went up and like demanded that the DJ stop playing his music at that party. Yeah. I mean, and there are people that like are still going to enjoy his music, are still going to like him. Not like him as a person, but, you know, are still. Well, actually, there are people that. Still they do. Like him. Yeah, because... He'd still be hanging out with Tyrese, that idiot, yeah. and them be posting shit. Him, Scotty, and that was weird. But, yeah, I, I don't know if if him... Because I am an advocate for him going to jail. Like, I think he should have been in jail when I was in high school, and that was yeah, 15 I mean, years ago. He should have went to jail with Aaliyah, yeah. and none of this would have happened. <laughs> so... Like those things are there and those things don't change. Like my my belief that he is a terrible human being will not change. But my enjoyment for with the art is a separate piece for me. Alright, so I want y'all to let us know. When these People we love as musicians, as actors, whatever. When they have a fall from grace of this magnitude, do you just say, fuck them, fuck everything they do? Or are you able to effectively be like, you know what? They're trash, but I'm still going to watch the Cosby show. (laughs) So, yeah, let me know. I'm just curious to see how it's out there. Like I said, for me, some people it's harder for than others because... Some people I just I didn't I stopped watching their work a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I know for me, like my hard one, yeah, I probably shouldn't be supporting MJ for the other people that I stopped supporting. But I'm not. Yeah. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah. And I think like I am not caping for any Yeah, I of do these think people. that's yeah. a- I think there are different levels. Like there are some people that like are like, yeah, we're caping for these people. Then there are some people that are like that I'm, I wouldn't even necessarily say I'm in the middle because I'm not caping for them or any of these folks. I'll listen to their music just because I'm a music head. <laughs> um, but 
I'm able to separate the fact that they are trash individuals <laughs> and deserve to be put away um, while still being able to separate and enjoy stepping in the name of love every once in a while. Oh, Lord, you're so old. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. So, well, thanks for coming on, Kenny. Hey, you know, anytime. Anytime. And guess what, guys? Look, I wish you guys could see his face. I said I would give another surprise if we sold out the Boonie Breakdown podcast live June 23rd. Guess who you're going to meet? Kenny's going to be there. Don't let him lie to you. So, yeah, we're sold out, bitches. So, if you didn't get a ticket, sorry. Look, I'm playing Rihanna videos. I didn't mean to do that. Um, So, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kenny. Hey, I'll see y'all soon. Thank you to KG for stopping by again on the podcast. And if you are one of the lucky few who has a ticket to the Booney Breakdown Podcast Live, you'll get a chance to meet Kenny on June 23rd here in Baltimore. Again, if you don't have a ticket, it's one more chance. One more chance coming up. So follow us on social media for your chance to get a ticket. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or any app that you listen to your podcast on. Don't forget to leave a review too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love. I don't make those pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. Thank you for listening. Until next time.